Hey, Ryan, how was your father's day? Hey, Pamela. Well, I'm not a dad yet, but I called mine in the Philippines. Happy Juneteenth. How'd you celebrate yesterday? Happy Juneteenth to you, too. I had a picnic with my family and friends. Ooh, that sounds tremendous. I stayed in and had a movie marathon. And tomorrow is the summer solstice. The longest day of the year. We're naming so many things and we haven't even started the show. I'm Pamela Kirkland. And I'm Ryan Willard. It's Tuesday, June 20th, which also happens to be our creator, Tracy Leeds Kaplan's birthday. Happy birthday, Cap. This is the 10 News. Here are 10 things you need to know. Beyonce is undoubtedly the greatest of all time, but could she cause inflation? According to an economist, yes. Beyonce's world tour kicked off in Stockholm, the capital of Sweden, in May. And immediately, Sweden saw an increase in the cost of hotels, restaurants, and clothing. Tourists flocked to Sweden for the tour, driving up the price of accommodation and food. One economist said Beyonce alone was responsible for a 0.3% increase in inflation in the country. Only bay. Absolutely. And in a related story, you might remember hearing complaints a few months ago about Ticketmaster, the main site to buy concert tickets. Ticketmaster couldn't handle the traffic for Taylor Swift fans. Ticket buyers complained about hidden fees, and even Congress started to investigate whether Ticketmaster has a monopoly on the live event industry. Last week, after pressure from President Biden, Ticketmaster and their parent company, Live Nation, told the president that they will start clearly displaying fees for all concerts and events beginning in September. And it sounds like other ticketing sites like SeatGeek are joining Live Nation in the pledge for fair and open pricing. One place that will see fewer tickets sold is the Oakland Coliseum in California. It's the current home of Major League Baseball's Oakland Athletics, also known as the Oakland A's. But the team's billionaire owner plans to move the team to Las Vegas. Local politicians and fans say that the team's owner, John Fisher, let go of the best and highest paid athletes on the team then drove up ticket prices so that locals couldn't afford to attend games and didn't really want to. But fans wanted to show Fisher and the MLB that the team has support in Oakland. So last week, after months of planning, A's fans staged a reverse boycott. More than 27,000 fans turned up to watch their team take on the Tampa Bay Rays. That's three times as many fans as usual. But the very same day, Nevada's state senate voted to spend hundreds of millions of dollars to bring the team to Las Vegas. Unfortunately for Oakland fans, the move seems likely. But over in Denver, there were big celebrations last week because the Nuggets won the NBA championship for the first time ever. Nikola Jokic was named Finals MVP. No surprise there, as he also got the first 30-point, 20-rebound, 10-assist, triple-double in finals history in Game 3. Over a million people paraded through Denver last Thursday to celebrate the win, and head coach Michael Malone promised that the team wasn't done and they will win another title. And we have an update on the war in Ukraine. After months of planning, 
Ukraine has launched a counteroffensive against the Russian invasion. Slowly but surely, Ukraine's military is liberating small towns and areas that were formerly occupied by Russia. But the largest challenges for Ukraine are ahead. Russia created a strong defensive line that Ukrainian forces have not yet reached. Russia has been shelling the Ukrainian capital, Kyiv. Western nations provided equipment and artillery to Ukraine, but the jets they promised aren't ready for deployment yet. We'll be right back with a breakthrough in treating peanut allergies and possible alien transmissions after this message for the grown-ups. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we, of course, want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. We're back with good news for kids with peanut allergies and their parents. Scientists have developed a skin patch to treat toddlers with severe peanut allergies. So they'll be able to eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Not quite. The patch enables kids with severe allergies to tolerate up to four peanuts. That may not sound like much, but it could save lives. Around 2% of the population in the U.S. and other Western nations have peanut allergies. And there's no treatment for kids with severe allergies under the age of 4. This clinical trial of the peanut patch could mean kids and parents don't have to worry about severe reactions to accidental peanut exposure. That's very good news. Let's stick with scientific discoveries. A recent study showed that climate change has made flight turbulence worse. How? Researchers in the UK say the wind speed has changed at high altitude because of carbon emissions. And it's not just any old turbulence. It's a type of turbulence called clear air turbulence, which can't be predicted by pilots or spotted by satellites. The researchers said severe turbulence has increased 55% on transatlantic flights in the last 50 years. And while turbulence is normal, increases in this kind of turbulence mean passengers really should keep their seatbelts fastened for the whole trip. I mean, that's what the pilots do. At this time, I'm going to ask that you fasten your seatbelts. Good to know. Speaking of wind speed, the southern U.S. has seen days of strong winds and hail. 
Storm systems have swept the south with severe tornadoes and high winds causing power outages and damage from eastern Texas through Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia. The storms were so powerful, it is possible the south saw derechos, which are essentially hurricanes on land. Residents shared photos of hailstones the size of baseballs. And now an update from space. SETI, the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, is a scientific research organization that searches for alien intelligence by analyzing radio and electromagnetic frequencies transmitted across the universe. They found a repeating radio frequency that originates at the center of the Milky Way, which would be unlikely to occur naturally. Whoa! The scientists behind the study think it could be a form of communication, and they hope to find other such signals furthering the search for intelligent life in the universe. Well, sounds like it's time for me to dig up my alien repellent. Our final story is one of amazing survival. Four siblings, ages 13, 9, 4, and 1, survived for 40 days in the Amazon jungle after the plane they were traveling in crashed. That happened on May 1st. And for the next 40 days, the kids used their indigenous knowledge and survival skills to find food, build shelters, and stay safe in one of the world's most dangerous jungles. Hundreds of rescuers searched 1,600 miles of dense forest until the children were found. That was 10 Things You Need to Know. Check out tomorrow's episode, our Recycling Robot Reveal. I'm Pamela Kirkland. And I'm Ryan Willard. Thanks for listening to the 10 News. Data transfer complete. Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got the cure. Three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast.